All right, we're live. It's another day. It's uh, in my house. We call it Taco Tuesday. We make tacos tonight, so that'll be fun. Oh, yeah. And uh, we're on Ward Wrestling Live with another amazing uh, Georgia wrestler uh, and now high school coach back is back at his alma mater, uh, Coach Alonzo Allen. He's the head. He's the he went to high school in Georgia at Rockdale County High School, and now he's back there at his alma mater as the head coach building that program. He was a four time finalist, two time state champ in Georgia. Uh, he took his talent to UTC over in Chattanooga, where he wrestled for five years, qualified twice for the NCAA, uh, competed at the SOCON, uh, competed at the Southern Scuffle. Uh, and uh, he's a smart dude, was on the Dean's List there at UTC, which is awesome. Uh, and like I said, he's back at his alma mater now, Coach Alonzo Allen from uh, the state of Georgia. What's up, brother? How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? Good, man. Hey, loving life uh, from the inside of my house. Uh, <laughs> you know, this whole thing, man. So, you know, first things first, I'm honored to have you on. Thank you so much for coming on. Uh, Thank you shout for out having me. Shout out to Nick Soto for getting us together. And um, appreciate it, talking wrestling. But first of all, man, uh, quarantine in Georgia, man. What's going on through this offseason? How has it been different? And I know you're starting to get kids back into your room a little bit, but uh, what have you done to keep your kids ready for the other side of this? Um, just, you know, keep, keep in constant contact with them, you know, making sure they're all good. Um, some guys, some of, I know some guys on the team, like our, our previous state champ this year, he's been having guys meet, you know, down at the park, doing some runs on their own, you know, getting guys out there, asking for workouts. Um, so that's, other than that, just keeping them updated, you know, when we're going, getting back in. We just started working out yesterday. Our first workout back with conditioning, we're still not allowed on the mat, so we're just doing a lot of high intensity workouts, no lifts yet. So just a lot of body weight stuff going on right now. Nice. So so you you're allowed to do calisthenics now, things like that, but you can't. Yeah, calisthenics, no touching. Um, they have to wear masks pretty much. That's the that's the county. That's what the county's saying. Um, we have to do a whole screening before they walk in. Do a forehead scan with a temperature before anybody steps in the building. So right now we're just doing that till. The county approves us to start using more equipment and everything. Are people in uh, people in Georgia listening to the rules, or are they trying to fight the power like here in Florida? <laughs> um, for the most part, I'm pretty sure most of the coaches are listening to the rules just because they don't want anything to pop up, and then we go back in quarantine and they just cancel everything. So I think most coaches are sticking to the rules and saying, hey, let's just stick to this before somebody gets sick, and then they shut the whole thing down again, and then we're back to square one. Yeah, I feel you, man. I, I, I wish that would happen everywhere, but I know there's people that are skeptical and and uh, I guess that's what makes America great, right? We can all have our opinions. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So uh, but it's good to see that uh, kids are starting to come back into the room and uh, glad to see you're up and running again. So first of all, I mean, being back at your alma mater, man, what, is, what does that mean to you? That's got to be pretty cool being the head coach there. Did, did you ever uh, dream that would be the case? No, I actually didn't think I would be coaching back at my alma mater no time soon, at least. I mean, I would – the crazy thing is about it, Um, when I got the call from the AD asking if I wanted to get the head coaching job, I was also waiting for my bid for NCAAs that same year to know if I got to qualify for NCAAs. So, like, I, my, my nerves were already high. He called me, and then I got – he asked me if I wanted the job. I accepted it. Still had a whole another month before I even finished school in the season, and then – two hours later I got the bid to qualify for NCAAs so I mean that day was just amazing um 
but it's, it's just amazing being back. So many things have changed with the kids and, you know, some of the teachers I had are still there and some are not. Um, it's just, it's just good. It's a good feeling to be back. I mean, parents living here. So I see my family a lot more now. My friends that I grew up with high school, they're glad I'm back. So I'm getting to hang with them a lot more now too. So it's just, it's just good being back. That's good, man. So, uh, you know, how far, how far has uh, Georgia wrestling come in the last five years since you've been off to college? It's, it's come a long way. I mean, we've, we've been having a, a lot of guys, I mean, go to college, wrestle, qualify. I mean, we had a lot of guys qualify for the state of Georgia last year that came from Georgia to qualify to NCAAs last year. I can't remember the exact number, but it was a, we were up there with like, I think the, maybe the top 15 that had the most guys, most guys qualify from the state of Georgia. So, I mean, Georgia has grown a lot. And I, I think we're starting to do a lot more out of state stuff and going to see coming down to Florida, going to Alabama, doing all these out, uh, out of state tournaments, which is helping us grow as a sport in general, but also helping Georgia grow and get stronger. That's awesome. So what, um, what's your goal? What's the future of, uh, of Rockdale? I don't know why I keep saying rock ledge. I, it just, it just sounds good, I guess. <laughs> the, the, future of, uh, the future of Rockdale High School, what, uh, what do you think coming, coming in and bringing that D1 mindset, that SOCON mindset uh, back into your high school room is going to do for the program and help it grow? I mean, I, it, I, it helped it grow this year. I mean, um, the last state champ we had was me in 2014. And then we had, I coached a state champ this year. He won it at 195. He's a, he was a junior this year. He's going to be a senior now. So he has a very high chance of winning it and becoming a two-timer again. Um, I, the goal is just to keep pushing, you know, get more guys on the podium. I mean, we qualified eight, placed four this year. So next year, let's qualify 14, place 10. Um, you know, just setting the goal high, the bar high for our guys. I mean, our guys know the feel. Um, they, they're getting adjusted. They got adjusted close to the end of the year of how I brought that college intensity, college workouts, the technique and all that. Because, I mean, college, you, you go, you wrestle in high school, you wrestle in college, it's really not that much different. Those, the only thing that's different is, tweaking those little moves you already did in high school and finding your craft and sticking to it rather than trying a whole bunch of different things. You know, if you shoot a double, then finding a better way to set it up rather than just a uh, post and go or a snap and go, you know, you figuring out how to get to your double more than one way. Cause in college, you, it's like I said, it's all about the little details. Um, so the guys love it. They, they think they're happy. I came back. I mean, they knew when they found out I was coming back cause I, they were happy. They were excited because they already knew who I was because I used to come home for Christmas break and work out with them or when I was home for the summer, work out with them. So they they knew the level I was bringing. And they were they were they were very ready and eager to get to work when I they found out I got the job. I mean, they found out it before I came home and they was like, so I heard you got the coaching job. I didn't even get a chance to tell them. They already knew before I even got a chance to tell them. So they were really happy and excited. And a lot of guys made big strides this year. I mean, we had a guy was never on the starting lineup till this year place I mean he won region one sectionals placed fifth his senior year so I mean that was a big thing for him we had another guy who did the same thing placed fourth so it was just we had I mean we just had good guys and I'm I'm hate to see him go but we had one guy going to wrestle at Iowa Lakes uh he was our 52 pounder so I mean he's going on wrestling in college so I'm just glad we we, we did some work this year yeah I mean I got I mean I had never seen a a college wrestling match live, uh, just just the high school matches, right? And uh, mm -hmm. I went to uh, to an NAIA match down at SCU. There was like four teams. I think two came from Georgia, two were from Florida. And when you talk about the double leg, 
you know, like in high school, I would see, you know, if they shoot for a double leg, he would block it, whatever, something happened. And then on those NAIA mats, it was like, they shoot for a double leg and immediately it was like, if that didn't work, it was the next move, it was the next move. And it was like just constantly moving. It was, uh, it was just totally different to see um, the level change. And, and I think, you know, I played basketball as a kid and I remember going from like JV to varsity and it was like, damn, the speed was, was just a huge difference. So I got to imagine uh, going from like the high school, college, but uh, coach Bud Hennenball said, uh, Zoe is one of the best enjoyed watching him at UTC. He was actually a uh, roommate with my son one year. So yep. cool, man. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, Terry Allison, my man, Alonzo, great dude. That's my guy. <laughs> <laughs> he's claiming yeah. right there bam you got that yeah. TK on you. <laughs> yep. i love those i love those dudes like i said terry yeah i was gonna ask you what 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 has what did terry style wrestling mean to you and, and your career so far and, and what you've become well terry coached me before he even had his own thing he was back at takedown with uh peter yates and destin cowell and this is before like my freshman and sophomore and junior year i didn't know outside tournaments during the summer I I was a two-sport athlete I did wrestling and track so during the summer I did AAU track and didn't do anything with wrestling so I only wrestled during the school year and my senior year I decided I wanted to wrestle in college and Terry and Peter were the ones and Dustin were the ones who you know helped me get there I would go to TWA practices um work out I mean Terry and Peter were in my corner when I placed that um Virginia Beach Senior National, actually third. I mean, I was only in there as an underdog. Nobody knew how it was. Terry, Peter, and Dustin uh, coached me up when I beat uh, Brian Rossi for the Team USA versus Team Georgia thing. So, like, Terry being in my corner has been – he's been in my corner since – for the longest. I think he was in my corner before I even knew who I was or who he was. I mean, he was – felt like he was always had my back before. So, I mean, I love Terry, and I appreciate everything he does. It's awesome. You uh... – uh, are you going to kind of intermingle some of that uh, Terry Terry style stuff? Bring the kids in the room, maybe bring Terry in to do some stuff. Oh yeah, I would love to have Terry in. I would lo love to bring some of those guys up. I mean, I had plans to actually wrestle freestyle again, but then corn this whole COVID happened, so like everything was shut down for a while. You know, I didn't want to leave the house. You know, being very skeptical. So, but um, yeah, I definitely would love to have Terry come down, work out with the guys, teach, teach other guys his his finesse because Terry's one of the he's one of the greatest hands down that's awesome yeah i mean uh he could have been a race car driver right that's <laughs> <laughs> what he said he might, yep. have been, might have been a race car driver and then wrestling came along that's good for him uh, man so so uh first of all ha have you put uh i know it was, it was your first full season right at rocklet at rockdale yes this is my first full season um Talk, had, did you bring some of your some of your boys with you to come coach with you or no not I wanted uh nah I didn't get a chance to because I mean all the my buddies that graduated with me had uh, other jobs locked up already opportunity jobs locked up already so I mean but the crazy thing about it is the coaches that coached me are still there they're like now my assistants like Peter Yates his dad coach Yates coached me in high school, uh, coach uh, Mike Etheridge, coach Bubba, we call him coach Bubba, he was my coach in high school, and then coach Burroughs was also my coach in high school, so like, it's kind of weird, like, I was their athlete, and now I'm their kind of boss, because I'm the head coach, and they're their assistants, so yeah. it's crazy. Well, I'm sure they had something to do with that. Oh, yeah, they, 
they, I, I, Coach Burroughs wanted to step down because his son graduated last in 2019. So this was his first year of college. So and he plays football. So I think he wanted a little more leeway to, you know, visit his son, you know, with the assistant. You know, being a head coach, you got a lot of priorities to do with. Well, so so now uh, you decide uh, talk about the choice to to go to UTC and then and then talk about the coaching staff, the culture there, and and uh, first of all, why you chose UTC, your time at UTC, why it was special to you, and then why you would recommend UTC to uh, to young wrestlers out there. Um, I chose UTC because um, coach coach uh, uh, Slinger, who was the head coach at the time, you know he really reached out to me um he had my back since my junior year you know he he's the one that told me to go to senior nationals to do to to get my name out there i only went because he told me i didn't go because any other coaches was contacting me i had um bruin parker was the only other choice i had for wrestling so i only had really two other offers um that really wanted me to come wrestle and they both offered me the same amount for scholarship but going on my visit to utc i just felt at home I mean, I don't know what it was. Uh, Coach Esslinger felt like a family member already just by meeting him once or twice. You know, it was just the coaching staff was there was just awesome. I mean, I had coach my freshman year. I had Coach Esslinger, Coach Bedard, who's at Reinhardt right now, and then uh, Coach Levi and Nico Brown. Um, they were my coaches my freshman year, and like I said, going there my freshman year, I just felt at home. I mean, being only two hour two hours away, my family could come up and watch me wrestle. Not, not being too far. They don't have to catch plane tickets. They can just drive up. Um, so just going there. And then after that, my sophomore year, I had um, – after my sophomore year, I had Coach uh, Hoffman and Coach Nick Bruschetta, who's – Hoffman is at um, a school in – his alma mater in Pennsylvania. He uh, coached at Virginia Tech, wrestled at Virginia Tech, All-American, coached All-Americans, and then he came down there my junior year. And then Nick Bruschetta, he came. He was All-American at Virginia Tech, and now he's coaching at Maryland. Um just you know i don't know the city and then on top of that the city just the city just loves their athletes you know they respect us they don't you know they they love the way that we represent the city itself i mean we don't we don't go out there doing crazy stuff you know they always support us we always had good crowds come to wrestling matches football games basketball games um so the city itself was just amazing so that's another reason i went and then you you got you got to love chattanooga i don't know what it's about just going up there you just love it Talk about uh, talk about when Rochelle entered the entered the game. What did he mean to you? So, Rochelle, my last year, my senior year was 2018, uh, 2019 was my senior year when Coach Eslinger left. And it was crazy because we didn't he left in the middle of the summer. So we didn't know who was going to get the head coaching job. They gave it to Kyle for interim and then they just finally gave it to him because um he was there. We got to chill with him for the summer and then they finally gave it to him before the season started. So having him there was just amazing because the the intensity he brought was different from Esslinger and Hoffman and all of them. He brought a different feel. Um, I loved it. Not saying, not knocking off Hoffman or Esslinger, just saying he brought something different and he kind of ramped it up just a little bit more because he knew what we had going and he just had that gas. Always. Yeah, and, uh, talking to him, it seems like, uh, and I think Bud mentioned this too to me, was uh, it seems like he, it's, he, you don't just get Kyle, you get you get mama, you get daddy, you get twin brother, you get wife, you get everybody wrestling world around him comes with him. And, uh, mm -hmm. and uh, from what I understand, uh, it's, it's, it's family immediately. Oh yeah. Family behind down, like uh, his wife, 
she I got sick one day or I got sick one, uh, during the season this past uh, my senior year and she had my back I think it's when we went up to Russell App State I the week after that I felt like horrible I just I don't know what it was I think I called like a mini flu or stomach virus or something and she was like another mom she's just checking up on me calling me texting me making sure I'm good giving me medicine you know making sure I, I felt you know ready and then she's just great you know she's always in the room recording you know she's the reason why our social media is popping right now for Instagram on Twitter and all that she's handling all that she's yeah that whole family is just loving I just love them <laughs> that's awesome yeah and uh apparently she can kick Kyle's butt too is what I heard that's what I heard too I haven't seen it gone happen <laughs> but Kyle has he hasn't disagreed to that either I think he's a little scared <laughs> yeah I heard she's got a hell of a wrestling background <laughs> yeah <laughs> that's awesome man that's, that's good stuff man so uh uh, fair to say, if it wasn't your alma mater that called, you'd probably still be living in Chattanooga? Yeah, hands down. I would still be living there. Um, I probably would have found another coaching job somewhere at Cleveland High School or some other school. Um, just because I love the city. I mean, Chattanooga's great. You can't you can't say nothing wrong with it. Um, and that just keeps me closer to my college roommates and, you know, still sticking around to see wrestling matches just right around the corner. I'm just going in the room and wrestling with the guy still, you know. It's just – I would have stayed there probably. So, you know, you guys have a big tournament down there and some people uh, will arguably say it's the, uh, it's the biggest tournament in the country behind the NCAAs that the Southern uh, Scuffle, right, man? Talk mm -hmm. about the experience there. And, and you've experienced both. You've experienced the Southern Scuffle and you've experienced the big show, man. Uh, how does it compare? Oh, it's, they're both so close. Like I said, like, like you said, most people would say that's the second biggest tournament because just the competition of the level of competition we bring down there, Stanford, you know, uh, Iowa State, um, Oklahoma State, Penn State comes some years. So I just think the level of competition that comes there is just out this world, you know. You know you're going to get pushed. You know it's not going to be no easy open tournament to where you, you could lose and then back easily in place no if you lose at this other scuffle or like if you lose at the NCAA that battle back to get on the podium is hard it's not easy so I mean it's great um this year I mean my past three years the my sophomore my redshirt sophomore and redshirt junior year I was literally in the blood round two years in a row and it, it, it hurts knowing that you're there every time and then this past year my senior year I placed being uh Gabe Townsend from Stanford you know we went into I can't quadruple overtime and the match was super long I mean it was just it just feels good the atmosphere too and then the, the fact of being in Chattanooga especially for UTC athletes helps us I mean home court advantage hands down I mean wrestling against Gabe Townsville in that overtime match they stopped all the matches everybody else was finished besides our match and they weren't moving on to 33 till we finished so like just knowing and hearing the crowd chanting your name, you know, cheering for you, looking at your corner, seeing your teammates, you know, looking up, seeing your family, friends, and all that cheering for you, you know, that that energy is just awesome. And like I said, I think NCAA, NCAA is just another level above that. I mean, you lose an NCAA that first round, that battle back is hard. Battle back to get on that podium is is hard. I mean, you're gonna have to do some work. It's not something easy. But like like I said, the scuffle, I love it. I mean. I heard they Home do the countdown like the like the NCAA's. They do, they do too. There, they do the countdown like that. I mean, I, to this day, I go back and watch that match just because how intense it was. You know, I show my athletes like, don't ever give up. 
because you're tired. I mean, that's something Kyle would say. Like, I remember during that match, I think something happened with the clock, and I looked over at Kyle, and Kyle was like, you're not tired. You do you do this. We do this at practice. And I looked at him like, yeah, I know. Like, we do this type of matches and type, type of situations at practice. So, like, I'm, I, my body is used to going for so long. So just looking over at the corner, just ha- him shaking his head, saying, like, this is not new to you. You, you, you you're, you're used to this. And I'm looking at Townsend, who's tired, and I'm like, okay, yeah, I'm, I'm not tired. I just gives you that uh, second wind of energy to keep wrestling and keep pushing. Yeah, that's awesome. Hey, so um, just a good place. And, uh, I mean, congratulations on your career so far. And, uh, uh, man, and you're just getting ready to do big things. And now you're giving back uh, to the community that, that gave to you. Um, I know you're coaching now. Do, do will we see you again on, on maybe the the pro level? I'm thinking about it. I'm getting back into it. You know, trying to keep my see how my weight's maintaining with all this quarantine going on. I'm still working out, running constantly. Just you know, it's hard to get to where I want to go. Like Terry's, like maybe an hour, hour and a half away, hour away. So it's just that drive up there is kind of like depending on kind of you know iffy how you're feeling that day. You know, um, but I definitely want to at least give it a try I mean Terry's one of the people that said he think I should give it a try and I would do some good work so hands down I would love to try to get try it out and just see how cool to have your your high school team there rooting you on oh yeah that would be awesome for sure having my high school team rooting me on at a tournament I would love it so yeah I can't remember who I talked to but I remember speaking to a, a high school coach who early on he was still competing at a you know at a at a world level or whatever so he would be practicing with his coaches before a high school tournament just to keep himself ready and prepared so it's it's pretty cool all right man i got some 10 questions for you ready yeah go ahead let's go all right uh i kind of intermingled these between your two homes so uh hickory pit or jack's barbecue Ooh, Jack's Barbecue. Tennessee Aquarium or Georgia Aquarium? Oh, man. I'm going Georgia on that one. I just went there not too long ago. Yeah, I got to experience that, and I can see why they call it the best of the best. It's pretty dope. Yeah. And they're, they're, re- they're remodeling right now. They're actually putting some sharks in there, finishing it up. They're, like, making it, expanding it. Well, yeah, I mean, it- the best thing about it is you can walk across and get a nice ice-cold Coke. Yeah. <laughs> Slicks or Wayback? Slicks. Loopy's Pizza or Your Pie? Loopy's. Museum of American Art or Coca-Cola World? Coca-Cola. The Public House or Murphy's? Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going Murphy's on that one. (laughs) The Chattanooga Market or Savannah River Street? Oh, that's a Savannah. I gotta go Savannah. Savannah's Savannah's street is top tier. No hands down. All right, the Tennessee Zoo or the Atlanta Zoo? Atlanta. Rock City or Blue Ridge? I'm going Rock City. All right, and here it is. Tennessee hot fried chicken or Georgia style barbecue chicken. Oh, that's a tough one. <laughs> oh, man, I'm going Georgia barbecue style. <laughs> Perfect. That's- you know, that was easy because Tennessee and Georgia got a lot of like. So yeah, I was, was- get some good stuff there. You, you that, come- that, was, that was a tough one right there. Those, those questions were tough. I like that. Yeah, that was fun. Uh, 
And uh, yeah, it, it's uh, I, I definitely got to imagine Georgia barbecue and Tennessee barbecue is hard to compete with. Yes. Oh man, that is, that's hard. I went to a, uh, I talked to Bud about this, but he hadn't been yet. Uh, I went to Georgia once when I worked for BMW, I went mm -hmm. up there for, for meetings and one of my buddies was from there and he kept talking about a place called Fat Mats. Oh, I've never been there. And uh, so they bring me the whole time I'm thinking barbecue, Georgia barbecue, right? So they bring mm -hmm. us down to, we're over by Georgia Tech. There was like a hotel there. So yeah. we're over by Georgia Tech and they bring us down for this big banquet dinner. And I'm like, man, the hell with this shit. I want some barbecue, right? So I sneak <laughs> out the back door and catch a taxi. And they take me to this, I don't know. This, I mean, I'm going to a part of Georgia. I'm like, damn, there's some characters here. So I get out and they pull up in front of this fat mat and it looks like an old Circle K. And I walk in and this place was so dope. They had a guy doing the blues in the corner and you walk up mm -hmm. to a window and uh, this dude comes up and I'm like, all right, man, I'm from Orlando. Everybody tells me about this place, man, hook it up. And it's like old street barbecue, like piece of white bread, ribs on top of it, right in a little. Oh, yeah. And I'm like, damn, this shit is good. And I told him the story about how I snuck out the back door. I had to come try it. So he gave me a bottle of the Fat Mats barbecue. He's like, take this home with you. Real cool dude. Um, man, that Southern hospitality is something else. And then I caught a taxi back. I snuck in the back door, sat down for dinner. I was like, I'm here. <laughs> but I got to try that Southern barbecue, man. I might have to go try that now. Yeah, man, it was cool. It was cool. I had a good time. It was uh, it was just a cool experience, right? Because it, it wasn't anything fancy. It was, it was like... Just shoot out. Yeah, coming out the front window. That's yeah. awesome. It's good stuff, man. Well, hey, listen, man. Uh, man, I so appreciate this. It was an honor to meet you. Uh, keep, you know, keep kicking life's ass and and giving back and uh, keep doing your thing, my brother. And I hope one day I get up to Georgia and get to meet you in person. Oh yeah, for sure. Come to, next time you can Georgia, holla at me. We can meet up. All right, appreciate, appreciate the show. Appreciate what you're doing with trying to grow the sport and everything too. Yes, sir. Thank you. You All take right. it easy. You too. Much love. Yes, sir.